You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Bandit, he's, he's playing with the kids, he's working, he's doing the laundry, gives up things, you know, to spend time with the family. Is he sort of your version of the modern dad? Well, I mean, he's, he's my version of me and my brothers and my friends, yeah. really. He's just what I see and he's what I do. And it just seems like, look, when, this, when the kids come, there's just a lot of work to do. And, and I'm a real worker and, and my brothers and friends are real workers. And it's, you don't, I guess you don't sort of uh, quibble about what job it is, you know. It's just there's work to be done and yep. you start doing it. All right, Justin, you kind of threw a gauntlet down for us each to pick our top five bandit moments. And there are so many to choose from, but I did whittle it down to five. Have you got your five ready? I've got my five there, and hopefully there's not going to be any crossover here. You know, we've picked the same stuff. I'm quietly confident that my first one I'm going to say isn't on your list. Righto. What is it? Number five, Lou. Far away. I actually chose... His embodiment, his method acting of unicorns. Oh, can you please chew with your mouth shut? I can chew with my mouth shut. Of course I can. Thank you. The queen just... Then I'm not gonna. That's it. I'm out. Catch you on the flip side, Willie. And this is a controversial one because I'm pretty sure most of the Bluey fandom would say this is a stellar example of Bandit not being a good dad. But I want to throw it out there. I want to throw it out there that... I think this is fantastic to see on screen. Bandit ain't perfect. Nobody is. He just takes that puppet of the Unicorse to the extreme levels. It's not helpful in getting anyone to bed that night with Bluey who wants the extra book. And yet it gives it a dialogue. And In fact, actually, Bluey is more mature than the puppet and the father. My back, my neck, my back and my neck. I just tap you on the shoulder. Whiplash. Whiplash! Call my lawyer! (laughs) Unicorns reminds me of when, and I'm just looking you dead in the eye on this, right? You know when your three-year-old, four-year-old, that kind of age group has stayed up too late and they're that kind of punch drunk. They've gone into, like, the vortex and everything's giggly and they're just running. They've almost got more energy than they did when they were tired. It's a weird phenomena. Unicorns to me feels like Bandit's overtired and he's just going... (laughs) you know, off. Um, And I think it's just great to see sometimes things actually don't work out. So he uses play so often and we just sit there going, this guy is epic. How can we ever live up to him? You will always, I implore you, fathers and mothers who are listening today, you will always have unicorns to remind you Bandit is not perfect. So that's why that came in at number five for me. Stop that reading. This is a very serious matter. One of you karate chop my client. Karate chop? Louie. Okay, and it's a classic dad thing, really. You know, stir the kids up before bed. Oh, yeah. You know, much to the annoyance of, of mum. I feel that in my bones, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic, classic dad moment. All right, my number five moment is duck cake. Oh, um, mm-hmm. now you see Bandit probably at his lowest here, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a great you know the great scene where Bluey won't pick up her mess. If you don't tidy it, then who will? Uh, you? Me? Oh right, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Even though I have to make a duck cake for your sister, the hardest of all cakes, I'll just tidy up your mess instead. I'm about to start. Not fair, you know. It's such a great sure Bandit moment, and then of course when you see the cake fail. You really see him at his lowest. Yep. Oh, to his... Oh, duck cake! Oh, that's not good. I really felt that one. Good bandit vibes in that one. 
And I just love too when bingo comes in and anoints the cake because there's this real (laughs) genuflection on bended knee from Bandit to present the wonky-necked duck cake um, and and that that pregnant pause because bingo takes Mm. her time to consider the artistry of duck cake and then to anoint it with her blessing. Yes, it's great, Father, that kind of thing. That's yeah. the moment that every parent's experienced that. I think also too, that episode really has given a lot of dads permission. You can be the baker on your kids' birthdays and there's someone who has made a thing of it. He's done a 24-hour challenge for his kids' birthdays and yeah. Hamish Blake now gets the order from his kids the night before, 24 hours before, of what kind of cake it is. And it doesn't matter how outlandish it is, he has to do it within 24 hours. All right, cake fans, you know the drill. First things first, what's the number one ingredient of cake? Cake. Got to make that cake. Where are you going to get that cake? The old cake shelf. Here's one. I've got... <laughs> it actually is warm from the pizza before. That's great. And he's often staying up all night creating these ridiculous cake, you know, visualisations that the kids have got. <laughs> And Twitter goes off and the socials go off because there's huge fans that watch this every year, that it's the it's cake night and you watch Hamish and, Blake try and fun, do it. The, the funny thing is he um, he drinks while he's doing it, so he'll, <laughs> he'll yeah. have a glass of whiskey, then he'll have another glass of whiskey. Guys, great update. I've got a, made a decision on the alcohol. We can have both. Um, not mixed together, oh. separately. Oh, not an animal. So... Let's bake. And then by two in the morning, you know, he's a little bit loose. Oh, um, I'd hope so. For the for the overseas um, listeners, Hamish Blake is Jack's dad on the show. I think he also had a cameo in Hammer Barn. Yeah. Um, but you know, one of my, we've, we've veered off the topic of Bandit here, but another one of my favourite lines. Lulu, hold on to your strawberries. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's a dad in that too. So I know we're focusing on Bandit, but this is all about dads. But yeah, Duck Cake came along and I don't know when Hamish started doing his cake nights, but it was fairly similar sort of timing. But his kids are of an age, right? I mean, that's why he's involved with the show too. And he, it was an easy opt in. But yeah, I think dads get your bake on because I think it's great for kids to see their dads you know, getting messy with the mixing bowls, with the cake batter in the kitchen, because it's a it's an epic thing to do is pulling off a kid's Absolutely. birthday cake. Lou, number four, what do you got? I chose obstacle course. And again, you might be thinking Lou's chosen a bit of a theme here where Bandit has some very questionable moments of parenting decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I love obstacle course because it's ironic. I mean, everything Bandit does actually helps to encourage um, Bluey to listen to her mum about how to train, how to do it differently and look at the obstacle course differently. Mm. I want another race. Can you help me beat Dad? Yeah, I want Sherbert. Because before he started playing up, she was looking at it all, you know, I can't do it, I can't do it. But he builds up this healthy competition. But it's that moment right at the end. And I think it's really appealing to people our age, right, because... I had a dad who used to get a little lost in the moment and would get a little bit competitive and forget he's actually playing with an eight-year-old. Don't you kids know what chicken means? No, and they don't need everything turned into a competition. That's loser talk. Come on, the hose is the finish line. And it's like, really? Dial it down. Dial the 11 down to two, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I can feel that in my bones um, because my father would really get in the moment and forget. And I even had... 
um, grandmothers who got in the moment with Scrabble and it was do or die, right, uh, on the tiles on the board. So I think that was that episode really appeals to a Gen X parental audience who've ever yeah. had a parent, uh, you know, who forgot they were being a parent with literally a child, a small child, a single-digit child. I'm going to win this no matter what. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and it's the moment right at the end where he gets slammed by Bluey at Memory Cards and it's beautiful to watch because he doesn't win anything um, then. So she she gets, as a child, her moment of glory and yeah. even though the whole family actually gives her her Gallipoli greyhound as fast as a greyhound um, moment of glory anyway in Obstacle Course, we know she's the real winner. But yeah. he, yeah, he lets her have her moment of glory at cards, even though he hates it and all that sort of thing. So there's yeah. more to that, I think, than just that moment when he pulls her back to cheat and win. Speaking of cheating, winning, playing games, my number four moment, very quick one, uh, the from the horsey ride um, episode where of course you know Chili and Trixie go off to play hockey and um, Stripe and Bandit are there getting married alright girls who wants to sit on the couch and watch cricket no Not no way well we gave it a shot I love cricket <laughs> and every summer I try this line with my kids and just like Bandit and Stripe Every summer, I fail. They don't care. They don't want to watch cricket. Even my son, who likes playing cricket out in the backyard, he doesn't really want to watch cricket all day. No. Nah. But um, you try anyway. <laughs> what a great line. And, you know, you can marry your brother in the backyard. It's a beautiful moment. It's romance. It's gorgeous. Yes. Bromance, even. <laughs> it's very much bromance. Yep. <laughs> okay, Lou, what have you got for number three in our top five bandit moments of all time? Well, funnily enough, we were talking about romance. I adore Fancy Restaurant. The moment in Fancy Restaurant when Bandit takes one for the team and eats Bingo, the chef's special meal. Hey, Dodgy Brothers, haven't you got anything other than baked beans? What's wrong with baked beans? Well, they're not very romance. It's in cartoon and I'm still staring at that horrid pile of slop because you know there's tinned (laughs) spaghetti in it and I hate tinned spaghetti. Just going to throw that out there, fans. Um, But there are strawberries. I think you can even see olives poking out in it and jelly. I don't know. It's it's not good. It's not good, right? Oh, Oh, so good. Oh, man, I can't get enough of this. But it's still, it's cartoon. It's... You know, it's 2D, but still I have that sort of gag reflex of if that touched my tongue, I, yeah, it would, I'd be doing a bandit in the backyard. But he, the way he and Chili too, those little micro moments, reflecting on it so hard to, you know, keep the romance when you're trying to, you know, maintain it in your relationship with the pressures of parenting and all the rest. And it's beautiful. That is a romantic moment, fancy restaurant. And considering, you know, the horrid meal and the heaving in the backyard after it, <laughs> um, that's probably the, I think that's a fantastic grand gesture of romance and I love it. Yeah, nice. My third one, um, I'm going to flip it to Rug Island because I love Rug Island. I was waiting for that. You love yeah, Rug I lo- Island. I do love Rug Island because you really get to see Bandit sort of embracing his inner child. And, you know, Bluey is so much built on this idea of, you know, creative and imaginative play. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when Bandit washes up on the island, the kids say, Grown ups don't belong on Rug Island. Oh, please. I just want to get back to my ship. It's almost like he's got to become a kid again. And just that moment at the end, 
you know, when they send him off on the surfboard, he's paddling the surfboard across the yard. What did she give you? Everything. That one word yep. just gets me every single time. Yeah, that's phenomenal. It's a gorgeous yeah. episode. Yeah, beautiful. And um, shout out to Joff Bush. I actually think that's his best uh, original score, hands down, which is saying something because there's so much amazing music in Bluey. But just that that music just really captures the feel of that episode and also the visuals. You know, we talked about, you know, the stunning light that comes through the backyard with um, with Costa Kassab in our last episode. Yes, yeah. Um, it just captures all of that, the visuals, the, the, the feel of the episode. Um, yeah, got to be one of Bandit's top moments for sure. I think we've just created another bonus bit, top five musical moments. So you've already called yours. However... We're focusing on Bandit and our top Bandit moments. You ready for my number two? Yeah, all right. What have you got? I adore every bit of the seven minutes of chaos for family meeting. So I was just here um, doing something and Dad got out of bed, turned and fluffied right in my face. (coughs) Well, I've heard enough. And I think, and I'm just going to come out and say it straight, lay it bare. Because it looks like my house, basically, trying to figure out who has done the fluffy at any given time um, in our day-to-day lives in the Bromley household. (laughs) Bingo, pull my finger. Yeah, it's a little bit like that, isn't it? Kids love to hide that they've done a fart, you know, but with glee. And I love how Bandit gets really into this, trying to you know, hide something naughty that he's done. It's a fantastic episode for that. Anything else? Uh, nothing comes to mind. Really? Nothing from the petrol station on the way home? That might have come in this tray. <gasps> oh, well, maybe I had a pie. Oh, bandit. Well, all I'd had was nut roast. Now, there's a little bit of internet stuff today about will you get to see that in the US on the Disney Channel um, because it was censored and so many people were screaming at the internet saying give us our family meeting episode because, well, we've seen that before. A lot of people are talking about who fluffied. and Yeah. And I don't know about you, but doesn't it just have the vibe of law and order and CSI? Like you can almost go dong, dong. Okay, okay, I fluffied. In your child's face. The face is a bum level. It's hard not to. And then you've got that great line, you know, the truth will set you free, which comes straight out of Jim Carrey's um, 90s flick Liar Liar, the courtroom comedy, you know. There's so many layers here to things they're referencing, which are just US, like, pop culture. Uh, Everyone knows the googong of Law and Order. Um, CSI... There's 32,000 different CSI units um, over time and even a few good men. Like it's all, There's so many movies and shows that they draw on. Every courtroom drama is there and that's yeah. what makes it outstanding. You know, we're all talking about bottoms and farts and all this sort of stuff. That's family life and I love how this show, especially with, you know, again through the character of Bandit, um, owns it and there's no embarrassment about it. Again, he's getting really yeah. probably too much into it. Um and it's hilarious and, yeah, the truth does set them free at the end of that episode. So, yeah, family meeting, definitely. Yep. And there's a great bit right at the start and it spoke to 80s kid me when um, when Chili picks up the wooden spoon and Bingo goes, whack him. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah, that was me in the 80s. My mum was chasing me around with the wooden spoon a fair bit. Yeah, there may have been um, a few wooden spoons on my butt back in the day. Um, it was the 80s, man. It was wild, right? Yep. Mums were allowed to be mean. Mums were allowed to be mean, indeed. Okay, so number two for me is uh, Hammer Barn. Love this episode. Um, there's a couple of really cool bandit moments in this one, but probably my favourite one is when you hear, I think it's Hecube being broken off in the distance, and then you hear Bluey No! <laughs> and, and then sort of side-eyed bandit goes, eh, it's probably another Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let the other half deal with it, right? But then there's that also that great moment with Lucky's dad right at the end when they've got the bodgy pizzas no, out of the fine. pizza ovens. Hey, mate, have a go at this ham and pineapple. Oh, yeah, swap you for a meat lovers. Nice. Oh, my goodness. What is it? This is amazing. Hooray! There's the high five exchanged over the fence. What a great moment. Love it. Have a pun. Yeah. Great episode. Well done, Bandit. That's actually a really good um, one to mention, I think, because Bandit doesn't have as much screen time as what the girls do with their mum fighting over their husbands and, you know, it's husband fights that lead to the chop, right? That little lovely comment from Chili referencing for real-life things that have happened in courtroom dramas. But, uh, yeah, I think there's some great moments with Bandit in that because he's not there for the vast majority of that episode. So, yeah, that moment at the end, the high five, yeah, that's a good one. I love that. All right, let's come to the pointy end of the list, Lou. Yes. What have we got at number one for you for our top bandit moments of all time? Well, because we were doing this for Father's Day, I already knew what was going to be my number one. Um, but it's actually his birthday and it's omelette. Uh, just a friendly question. Don't worry, it won't take long. Oh, thanks. Because we know how you get when you're hungry. Cranky. And again, it's one of these episodes where Bandit's hardly on the screen, but it's all about him because it's his birthday. And I just think, even though it's his birthday, I'm giving myself and everybody else listening a leave pass. I think the vibe of omelette is Father's Day... For every dad out there, you're waiting patiently for the little tackers not to burn the house down or set off the smoke <laughs> alarms with, you know, cooking your toast and cooking your brekkie. Um, and the mums are, you know, dodging egg flung around and all that. Like, that is a vibe. The whole episode of Omelette is a vibe. Did you like it? Bingo. I'm going to be completely honest. That was the best omelette I've ever had in my life. Hey! Even on Mother's Day and Father's Day, I'm looking at you going, it's not actually about us some of the time on those days at all. And it's about the kids getting an opportunity to show you their love and appreciation of you. And that's exactly what that whole episode is about. And it's about giving Bingo the right moment to try and make that omelette. Mm. Uh, and even though it has the shells, it's a bit gritty, it is still the best thing that he's ever tasted, and I love that moment. I also love those little cameo moments that you get during the episode where Bluey is on the defence and he's trying to get past her, and he doesn't make it easy at all. Like, that's, again, really borderline. Is he going to go full serious and forget that he's playing with a minor child? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do love that. I love his birthday episode. I love how that whole family uh, is just so chaotic to try and do something for Dad on his birthday. I hope all the fathers listening to this, I hope all of your omelettes are grit-free and tasty and that the smoke alarms are not set off on Father's Day coming up when the toast is cooked for you um, on that day. 
That's that's a universal blessing, I think, on Father's Day. Yeah, cremated toast for breakfast. Yeah, yummy. Mm, yeah. Delicious. Yum, yum. My number one, um, probably another contentious one in one that didn't get aired in the States, and it's Dad Baby. Um, <laughs> of course. Just probably one of the best examples of, you know, comedy writing. Forget that it's a kid's or a parent's show disguised as a kid's show. Forget that it's a kid's show. This is like a great piece of comedy writing. Hard enough, Pat. But I don't know how to deliver a baby. I thought you grew up on a farm. We grew sorghum. And I talked about 80s me. You know, I, I heard that sort of phrase so much growing up. If you're going to do something, do it properly. Yep. There's another little layer of the Aussie male sort of exposed in this episode where, you, you know, whatever you're doing, you need to know the score of the cricket at all times. Yeah, the cricket started. I'm busy, mate. Just shout if there's a wicket. Okay. But he even belts out, you know, one of the one, a pop culture song from the 80s, um, John Williamson's Hey, True Blue. Yeah. yeah, and he's a Bluey fan too. He's a massive Bluey fan. Any Aussie our age could sing, and, and older or younger could sing True Blue. You know, like yeah, that's absolutely. an instant anthem, right? So, yeah. yeah, there's so many things going on. But just that, dad, that interplay between Lucky's dad and, and Bandit, yeah. you know, come on, harden up, Pat. I thought you grew up on a farm. You know, we grew, we grew sorghum. <laughs> there's just some great, great lines in that episode. Now, I'm getting a lot of dim sims. Maybe this is about Lucky's dad yeah. more than Bandit, but, you know. Um, no, 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 showing- not at all. I mean, right at the end, right, when he's got his little bingo and what Bingo's making those meep, meep noises, like, yeah. you know, our kids, you pretend, <laughs> yeah, pretend to yeah. be babies. Um, right there, that's dad love. You know, holding yeah. your kid, uh, after, you're holding your baby freshly born, um, you know, in the birthing suite, wherever it was where you first held your child. That They yeah. recreated that in this most ridiculous episode with Dim Sims falling out of a baby carrier and True Blue and Lucky's dad singing songs in, in the baby pool. So... Yeah. That's what makes it epic, Dad Baby. Um, yeah, I think that's an episode that you have to track down any way you can if you haven't seen that one. Sing to me, Pat! Oh, yeah, righto! Hey, True Blue, visit me and you. Visit Mom and Dad. Visit a cock too. There's a standing boy you make. Yes! Well, look, that's our Bandit top five moments of all time. Love to hear yours. You know, jump on the socials and let us know what your favourite Bandit moment is. And thanks again, um, Pod Justin, for catching up with me. But I want to wish you a happy Father's Day. Thank you. And hopefully I get a bit of uh, bit of omelette action on uh, on Father's Day morning. Maybe a bit, bit of backyard cricket too, hey? Absolutely. All right, you have a good Father's Day and thank you again, everyone, for listening. You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane.